In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. There's always next year, right? We're Christians. We have hope, so we can have hope in the Lord. As a priest, and I've explained this sometimes, um, we have different things that we wear as a priest. And what we wear here in Mass is called a cope. And that's what a priest wears when he's celebrating Mass. And every single cope that I have, every single cope that I wear, was gifted to me uh, by families, by friends, and every single cope has a very special meaning for me. First as a son, as a child, and then as a priest. And so for me personally, this cope and why I wear purple is because purple is, is a sign of mourning in the church. It's a sign of repentance. And so in our church, priests wear purple at funerals and especially during Lent. It's a time that we can wear that color. I want to explain to you what this specific cope means to me because it means a lot to me personally. When I was in seminary in 2016, we were in Israel. And when I was in Israel, my uncle passed away suddenly. So he dropped in his store just out of nowhere, my uncle Johnny. He dropped dead in his store and never walked out of the store that day alive. Just a sudden tragic death. And I remember that death very clearly because it happened five days into my trip and the seminary had us gone for 30 to 40 days on this trip. So I wasn't allowed to go home. I wasn't allowed to be with my family during that time. And I had to wait 25 more days to come home and to be with my family and to mourn with my family and to just hold my family and love them. It was a very difficult time for me because personally, this was an uncle that meant a lot to me. He was a second father to me. He loved me and showed me so much love. And it was hard that I couldn't be there for him. So my aunt, when I was getting ready to become a priest, because I know how much my uncle would have loved to see me as a priest and to witness me as a priest, because he would love any time that I would bring him to the seminary, he was just amazed at the seminary and what the seminary was. And so my aunt said to me, she said, I want to give something to you from our family for your priesthood that you can always remember him by. And so she made this cope for me. And so when I wear this cope, I remember him, especially at my masses, because I always pray for his soul. And I think it's so important that when someone passes away, we're constantly praying for their soul. And I remember him in that way. And I bring that up because I just personally think that over the last year, there's just been so much death that has occurred. And there's been so much tragedy that, that's occurred. And today is the first Sunday of Lent. And I feel like... We've never needed a Lent more than now. We've never needed this time more than now. Because in Lent, what we're doing is we're walking towards the passion, the death, the resurrection of Jesus. That's what we're walking towards. Now, some of us would love to just skip these next 50 days, okay? We would love to skip the next 50 days of fasting and prayer and just arrive at the resurrection so we can have our pacha and our candy again, okay? We would love that. But what the church teaches us is the resurrection would have never happened without Good Friday. We cannot experience the resurrection of Jesus unless we experience Good Friday. And so 
What my family taught me and what my uncle taught me through his death is that life is short and I have to make sacrifices in this life if I want to be worthy of heaven. We have to sacrifice. That's what Lent teaches us. It teaches us to pause from the craziness of this world that tells us just to live for pleasure and live for what makes us feel good because the world is very good at that. To live for this world is, is nothing. It's emptiness if we just live for this world. So the church brings us this beautiful season of Lent for a very deep reason. Now, in the Latin Rite Church, they don't start until Wednesday, which is Ash Wednesday for them. So some people are like, why do we have to start on Monday? Like, why can't we have Ash Wednesday? God knows that Chaldeans have more Meshachim than anyone else in the world. And so he gives us some extra days of Lent, okay? We can use it. But what does this Lent really mean? This time has to be a time of sacrifice. Sacrifice through prayer and fasting. Because when we sacrifice for the Lord, when we give things for the Lord, what it does is it makes us more like Him. That's the point of being a Christian. The point of coming to Mass, the point of praying, the point of going to confession is so that we can look more like Jesus. So that we can be more like Jesus. I don't know if you've witnessed this, but I've seen this sometimes when couples get married. Eventually, as they get older, they kind of start looking like each other, right? It's a very interesting thing that when couples get older, they start looking like each other because they've spent so much time together that physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, they literally become each other. So my brothers and sisters, what do you think happens when we spend time with Jesus? The more time we spend with Jesus, the more time we come to church, the more time we sit in adoration, when we adore the Lord face to face, when He is seeing us and we are seeing Him, the same thing happens to us. First to our souls, but then even to our outer appearance. We become more like Him when we give time to Him, when we spend time with Him. We become more like Him. So we have to sacrifice and give things to the Lord because I truly believe that when we die and when we face God, He's going to take our heart and the heart of Jesus and He's going to place them next to each other. And the way we know that we can get to heaven is if our heart matches the heart of Jesus. If our heart matches the heart of Jesus, then that's how we know we are ready for heaven. For some people who die, and when their hearts are put next to each other, it kind of looks like Jesus, but not really. And there needs to be more purification, and that's what purgatory is for. But if we come before the Lord, and we stand before the Lord on the day of our death, and we face Jesus face to face, and He places His heart next to ours, but our heart is cold, and dark, and hard, and stony, then the only place for us is hell. Because hell is the place of hardness and darkness and stoniness and sin. That's the place. So imagine if your heart, if our heart right now was placed next to the heart of Jesus, would we actually look like him? Would our heart actually match the heart of Jesus? Because the point of Lent is to sacrifice so that our hearts can become one with him. That's the point of Lent. Now, what kills me every time we have Lent is the people who want to be soft, okay? 
It's very easy to be soft during Lent. There are so many people who say, I'm not going to give anything up this Lent. I'm just going to be a nicer person. Okay? That doesn't work. Or so many people who will text priests, Father, can we eat meat on Sundays? Father, can I, can I go on social media on Sundays? Can I eat sweets on Sundays? Listen, the official answer is yes. Okay? But I don't think Jesus took a break when he was on the cross. I don't think Jesus took a couple minutes of a break or a pass on the cross. What the world teaches us is to be soft. But heaven is not for soft people. Heaven is for saints. That's what heaven is for. Soft people, weak people, don't make it to heaven. The saints were not soft or weak. The saints were soldiers for Christ. They were warriors for Christ. When Jesus was on the cross and when they were crucifying him, he didn't say, just nail me on this side or just get one foot. He said, here, here. Jesus gave it all. And so if we want to look like Jesus, if we want our hearts to look like him, my brothers and sisters, we have to give it all. That means it's so important to live the next 50 days a life of sacrifice that's filled with sacrifices of prayer and fasting. We have to do that. And when we do that, our experience of the resurrection is just even more beautiful. Our experience of Easter is just totally different. What sin are we struggling with right now? What sin is keeping us captive? What sin is keeping us slaves? Give that up. Tell the Lord that as you walk out of this church today, Lord, I'm leaving this sin here and I'm not going to carry it out of this door. That in this church right now, I'm making the decision to give it all to you, to give this up and to be done with this. The reason we can't experience the Lord or hear Him or have this heart that's one with Him is because there are things that are keeping us back from actually doing that. We need him. Lastly, the third temptation of Jesus really got me as I was reading it this week. The devil takes him to a high mountain and he shows him the kingdoms of the world. He shows him the splendor of the world, the glory of the world. And he tells Jesus, all of this can be yours if you just fall down and worship me. All of this can be yours if you fall down and worship me. The devil offers us those same temptations. To just live for the glories of the world. To live for the riches of the world. But if we do that, it only leaves us empty. If we do that, it only leaves us more desperate for fulfillment, for real love, for real joy. Because that's what every single one of us in this church is ultimately looking for. We want love. We want someone to see us. We want someone to appreciate us. But if we just found that in God, our life would be completely different. And we can easily find that in God. We turn to so many things in our life to try to ease the pain that we're going through, whether it's marijuana, whether it's porn, whether it's alcohol, any other type of drugs. We turn to these things because deep down inside, we're hurting. We are hurting. And we turn to these things because they give us a false comfort. But when we turn to Jesus and when we sacrifice to him, we start to experience the real comfort of God. Do you know what it's like to be held by God?
Do you know what it's like to be embraced by God? Because when you experience that, you don't need the world anymore. You don't need the riches. You don't need the glories of the world when you let God embrace you, when you let God love you. My brothers and sisters, at the end of this Lent, our hearts are going to be placed next to the heart of Jesus. What is our heart going to look like? Are we going to match him completely? Or are we going to need more time before we see him? By the looks of it, we don't have much time left in this world. We don't have much time left to face God. So this Lent needs to change us through sacrifice, through prayer, through fasting. Amen.